listening to the Mixtape Podcast makes you a total badass. Now you know. And knowing is half the battle. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Twisted Kid edition. I'm Jason Emmett. I'm Casey Masterpiece. And I'm Twisted Kid Matt. Holy shit, you didn't forget to unmute yourself this week. I know, yeah, this time I didn't. <laughs> uh, I, I, had my, I, had, I had the mouse right on the unmute button, so. So, uh, a few things. Awkward issues. <laughs> that, no, that was, they were hilarious issues <laughs> is what they were. And, you know, people at home got that little bit at the beginning and probably didn't yeah. have a clue what we were doing. But that was because <laughs> at one point, Matt didn't, if you listen to the last episode, Matt didn't unmute himself, but we had him on video and he's just talking away. <laughs> and Kevin and I are like, hey, Matt, hey, Matt. <laughs> That's pretty funny. So we have a few things to uh, to go over real quick. Regular episodes of the show are going to be coming out up, up soon. I, whether people are going to be joining us or not, I have no idea. There's just stuff all up in the air, but... We're going to be on a little bit stricter schedule, so you guys will start getting regular shows. Uh, that'll that'll start here in about two weeks. We'll start you'll you'll start getting regular uh, shows, but you'll get more of them than you used to get. So it was worth the wait, right? You'll actually be getting more material, um, mixtape content. Rewind Toys might be coming back down here. I don't know if you guys recall the Rewind Toys from back in the day, but those are going to be getting launched down here. Um, that more of the Twisted Kid Special Editions. And probably at least three regular mixtapes a month. So, you know, we're doing it all because we adore you guys. That's why we do this shit, yeah. right? We have, we have fun doing it. We this. do have fun doing it. Um, yes. A couple, a couple of housekeeping things. If you're in the area, want to come out, March 25th, we'll be hosting the trauma screening of Hashtag Shakespeare's Shitstorm with Lloyd Kaufman and crew. Uh, that's the same weekend as Horror Hound, so you could plan an entire trip around those two things. We'll literally come out to the Cincy area, go to Horror Hound, come out, see the screening, all that shit. You can head over to the special events page over at www.themixtapepod.com and you can snag your tickets there. Uh, we love to see you guys out there. Come on out. Tickets are starting to sell kind of quick, so get them while you can. Uh, do, what else? We have, I feel like there should be more housekeeping. This episode tonight, <laughs> we're going to... What's so funny? Well, we've, we've got... Well, uh, we got a few interviews in the works. Yeah. 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 So this episode tonight, we're going to be talking uh, about uh, The Dirt by Kid, which which I've talked about before, being this film that I used to love when I was a kid. But we're doing it for a reason. So following this episode, uh, you're going to get another interview that we just did. And that's why we're doing this episode. So that'll come out in a couple of days following this. You definitely need to listen to that interview. It's funny. We'll talk about it on that interview. I won't get too in-depth in it right now, but... We talked to a, a gentleman named Stuart Pankin, and right now you're gonna, you may be like, I don't, I don't know the name. Trust me, you know the guy, and and it's oh, funny. Yeah. Matt put up a little, uh, a little whatever you teaser on yeah. our Facebook, and like people were just going nuts, like I know him, and just started naming movies he was in, yeah. which I thought was hilarious. And everybody said something different. <laughs> yeah, there was there was no two people like, oh, that's the guy from this. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I remember from that same thing. Patrick, was was, all, everybody had a different a different thing that they named it from. So basically, let me get we'll, we'll get into this for just a second. Like I said, we're going to be talking about a, a Dirt by Kid, which is a movie from my childhood, and we're going to follow it up with the interview. 
and you may not like I said you may not recognize the name but he's been in almost everything striptease yeah. arachnophobia fatal attraction congo uh honey we shrunk ourselves second sight mannequin 2 hangar 18 TV, he was in not necessarily the news. He was on Night Court, Family Ties, which, by the way, the Night Court thing threw me. I forgot that he was on that, so he knew yeah. John Larroquette from multiple things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was on Family Ties, Falcon Crest, Chips, Golden Girls, Benson, $10,000. He was on Benson. <laughs> $10,000 Pyramid, a bunch of times Hollywood Squares, Password. Uh, and if you don't know, he voiced characters on Aladdin the Animated Series, Darkwing Duck, Bonkers, Batman the Animated Series, Batman Beyond. Superman, the animated series, Animaniacs, and of course, he was the, the voice one. of Earl St. Clair on Dinosaurs. And as if all that shit wasn't enough, the dude was just nice and charming and yeah. really friendly. Uh, it's really great interview, and he's a really awesome dude. So I Very promise nice the chances are good. You've seen him in multiple, multiple, and you'll know him. The sec- You'll probably recognize the voice. I think I even asked him that, like, do you ever just get recognized? Like you're ordering coffee, and somebody's like, are you? Because, you know. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah that, so I that'll actually be- looked it up um, on Darkwing Duck. He's actually in the the final episode of the series. That's kind of cool. Really? Yeah. Wow. He was in the, the very last episode. It's, uh, uh, it's called, like, Countdown to Extinction or something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, he's in a um, lot of extinction yeah. episodes. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, <laughs> which, oh, oh, yeah the, the dinosaurs and all that. Uh, which I, in in the interview, I I actually uh, picked up on uh, a couple little connections that uh, you'll have to listen to the yeah. the interview to see what I caught. Yeah. You know, I teased that a little bit there. Yeah. And we do talk to him a little bit about the dirt bike kid as well. So you know what we're about to talk about now, you get to hear his thoughts on it. What the, well, I would say the second main actor in the movie. And oh, yeah. we'll get to it here and as we're talking about the movie, but in my opinion, he steals the movie, a dirt by kid. He's the best. Oh, yeah. He's the best yeah, yeah, in yeah, it. And I'm does. I'm not saying that just because we talked to him. I really felt that way. Like he his character in this movie, he like he acts the hell out of it. Yeah. Uh and I actually I could realized actually quote his lines more than I could quote uh Peter Billingsley. Yeah. So this movie stars... Distinct Possibility, that was the name of the episode. So this is... uh, We're going to be talking about The Dirt Bike Kid. It stars Peter Billingsley. uh, Yes, he of A Christmas Story fame. And, of course, Stuart Pankin. Uh, This movie came out in 1985. I want to point out that this movie came out in 1985 and E.T. came out in 1982. There's a reason I want to point that out, and we will get to that reason in a little bit. Oh, yes. We have to. Can I just say something? I didn't... I yes. I don't want to say anything disparaging because Peter Billingsley is now like a huge director, and I think that's and producer, isn't he? And producer, like director, yeah, and he's he mm-hmm. works a lot with um, John Favreau. I think John Favreau sort of took him under his belt and like taught him to be a director. They did like Zathura and stuff together. His acting, <laughs> like, there were parts where I'm like, I I, I would love to talk to him about this because I'm I feel like. Like he was almost trying to remember his lines, and I'm like, I wonder if they just didn't give him much time. And I think scenes. it was all the cocaine. He was just a kid. Yeah, he was like I think twelve. It was all the cocaine. <laughs> Look, this was Peter Billingsley, not Drew Barrymore. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, there goes any chance he we have recovered. A, there we here goes any chance we have a Drew Barrymore being on the show. Thanks, Matt. Well, I mean, <laughs> I think the possibility may have been a little slim. Yeah, little. you know, you never know. She's never pretty cool. Know. We can, you know, yeah, true. yeah. So I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll synopsize this way, unless, unless Kev, unless you really, really want to, I, I have it ready to go. But <laughs> oh god, uh, he's just like I didn't pull this up on Wikipedia. Yeah, so, I, so Jack, uh, hold Peter, on, let me. Peter Billingsley plays Jack. He lives with his mother. Um, 
Uh, she she gives him her last 50 bucks and tells him to go to the grocery store to buy groceries, but instead he buys a dirt bike like you do. Uh, his mom gets mad, sells the bike, the bike to a guy named Mr. Zack, but it turns out the bike is magic. It comes back to Jack. Uh, there's a corrupt, this is my synopsis, by the way. There's a corrupt banker, a hot dog restaurant, a Little League baseball team, a pie fight, and just a bunch more, including Matt's thoughts on rapey feelings. So let's we'll just, yeah, we'll just go uh, ahead and uh, uh, <laughs> get there. We'll get there. You know, Matt and I have always talked about back in the day when we did Twisted Kid. <laughs> like every movie we talked about was pedophilia. Everything. Was this one didn't have any pedophilia. It was just very. No, it, it definitely. I don't think this movie could have been made to no god well, no it, it definitely no. had a very horny like 10 year old though. yes yeah yes. all right that so let's, kid was just we'll, like oh my god there's so, titties over there look at that so let's like, that's sure. funny because my first what note matt hell? hits on that perfectly so we'll break the movie down like from the beginning to the end but my first note is literally what the hell this is a total cheesy kids movie and yet there are a ton of sexual in- innuendos and inappropriate comments <laughs> right oh, yeah very many. So very many. That's not very very many. So the movie starts with a, as best I can tell, fifteen minute television commercial for a dirt bike race. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that commercial never stops. Is he yeah. just watching a loop of uh, a television it was commercial? Super loud too. Yes, that mm-hmm. could spin my house. Uh, and and apparently there's bacon that burns in about ten seconds flat. Yes. Okay. <laughs> now when watching this, I, I just want to point out uh, just a little culinary tip. Oh God! Bake your bacon. Bake All right. your oh, yeah. bacon. No, he's not wrong. It, that, oh no, that I bake. I always bake my bacon. This, which yeah. is a very weird conversation we're having right now. But yeah. uh, I'm just saying, anytime I like see yeah, but, bacon in the movies, but she comes out of that kitchen and she's like, "Hey, watch the bacon so it doesn't burn." And like 15 seconds later, it's charred black yeah. and crispy. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, why would you take a phone call? I'm like, bitch, you wasn't cooking. you wasn't like, watching the bacon the whole time. So yeah, uh, the first abandoned the bacon. The first thing we figure out is we're introduced to, in my opinion, a bratty kid like who doesn't oh, yeah, doesn't yeah. show any Dude, concern for his single mother. I, I swear, the first ten minutes of this movie, I'm actually for all the adults. Oh, I don't think he gets. I don't think he gets any better. Yeah, no, he doesn't. I think he's this kind of a, really, he's kind of a shit. I just think, think yeah. this kid's like. I mean, his he's got a single mother, mm-hmm. you know, who who's taking care of him, and he disobeys her do the entire and. First of all, we got a twelve-year-old cruising around at night on a freaking dirt bike all over God's good earth. Yep. Uh, only it's weird though. Every time he gets on the dirt bike, he gets taller. It's very bizarre. I don't know if you guys noticed. Yeah, it's that. almost like a stunt. <laughs> almost like it's not that now. kid. <laughs> Although there are some scenes where where it's clearly him on the dirt bike, like yeah. face yeah. shots, and I'm like, damn, how they pull that off? Did they really let Peter Billingsley ride around on a dirt bike? But I think he says something in the first <laughs> scene. It on the trailer probably. Where he's like, but mom, it's 80 cc's of, I'm like, oh, like hell, 80 cc's. Anyway, we're then given a real, this is, and hence why his name is Jack. There's a very Jack and the Beanstalk moment, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, she gives him the $50, says this is our, so we see a sign in the front yard. We know that their house is up for sale, you know. She apparently doesn't have a job. She's trying to get one. She's doing a little phone interview while she's burning bacon and keeps putting them on hold by putting a like a freaking towel over the phone. <laughs> uh 
Um, While her son cannot just turn the damn. Yeah, he doesn't down, give a shit. Right? He doesn't care. Yeah. He is this he's little asshole. No yeah. concern for the fact that they're about to lose their house and are exactly. down to fifty dollars. This kid doesn't like, give a shit. He gets I'm mad. Go buy a dirt bike. Fuck you and your job opportunities. Yeah. Dude, calm down. So she gives mm-hmm. him 50 bucks and says, go to the grocery store and buy us some groceries. It's our last 50 bucks, right? And for whatever reason, on his way there, he stops at a dirt bike race. And we're introduced to uh, his 12-year-old pervy friend, Bo. <laughs> and this kid's a freaking pervy. Oh, God, too. yeah. <laughs> and we get the first... Like, this is a kid's movie, and there's... His first line is, like, him talking about boobs. More bounce yeah. to the ounce. Yeah. <laughs> that's, just, that's what he says. And we're, like, zoomed in on a girl jumping up and down. I'm like, wow, this is uh, this is what 12-year-olds watched in the 80s, yeah. apparently. Anyway, there's a, there's a motocross race, and this kid, Max, who, in my opinion, keeps doing really well. And then, like, he gets really angry, <laughs> like, because... Max keeps like, getting ahead, but he keeps like yelling at the bike, and the bike keeps like screwing well, him over. Fa- yeah, the bike is kind of effing up, so I kind of understand his position. Well, the bike's effing up because of who's riding it. Max, True, Max but, is an asshole, and the bike doesn't. Yeah, Max is an asshole, but if you get a bike, you expect it to <laughs> run perfectly well. Yes. I'm, I'm just saying. Um, don't get me wrong he is an asshole but but yeah, yeah I, max gets really pissed because he loses this the movie actually was kind of just full of assholes like, yeah there's a lot of assholes. Yeah. degrees of assholes banker asshole the mom kind of an asshole mm-hmm. the the kid i, I don't remember names very the mom's well, not really an asshole and all Mike, the kids mike's asshole. not an asshole like well he she did raise a pretty shitty kid yeah she did i mean but, she's doing what she yeah, can but my, you know, but hot mom, dog you know. hot dog mike is but, nice yeah, but he also doesn't have a spine, so... Yeah. Yeah, he's spineless, I, I, I but he's, he's not... Dude, speak up. Speak up for yourself. Come mm-hmm. on. So Max, well, the bike throws him into a, a giant mud puddle, and he gets really pissed <laughs> off at the bike, and he's, like, hitting it and yelling at it. And of course, uh, Jack's like, go hit the bike. And he's like, I'd buy... I'd love to have a bike like that. And he sells it to him for 50 bucks and his BMX bike. Which yeah. it's 1982 or 1985, 50 bucks for uh, it still seems really cheap to me. Yeah, <laughs> very much, but very, hey. very cheap. Yeah. Uh, but to be fair, it was a shitty bike. <laughs> well, you know, at that point in time, then it became Christine. Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> Which would have been a much better movie. This bike just goes on a yeah. killing spree. Oh, my um, God. This movie was a, a combination of several movies and Christine mm-hmm. being one of them. Yeah, this uh, bike is no Herbie the Love Bug. It was very Herbie the Love Bug, though, wasn't That's it? That's true. That's another one. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. And a little bit of, like, I don't know why, but the bike kept reminding me of Johnny Five, too. Yes. I, yeah. I, I can't. I just, it just did. Some Johnny Five, some BB from Deadly Friend, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the bike for E.T., so just all kinds of things. He takes this mud covered bike home, right? And he's just very like his mom's like, "Way, where's the groceries?" So he's like, "Well, you see, the thing is about that." So I put us in the poorhouse because I wanted a dirt bike. She pretty much tells him, "I'm going to sell the bike and see if we can get our money back." And he gets mad, so he sneaks out at night and goes into the garage and he starts cleaning the in, in the mud off in this kind of erotic <laughs> yeah okay fender, i wasn't alone the fender got a yes. little bit erect oh my god i felt the same thing like he's like, cleaning the mud dude, off and you're just like stroking that fender yeah. and, and it, it pops just, like, up yeah stiffened up yes it's and like, that can't the hell that could not be an accident oh no it had no, no, to no. be intentional that they did that yeah they're like huh, you know be funny there was some really <laughs> pervy people writing the script <laughs> mm-hmm. so i think some of it was uh was bow 
so he right. goes he goes out on a ride like this bike i mean instantly like he doesn't even seem freaked out by the fact that this bike is like come to life come to life and he goes out on this ride and which he breaks the law all over the place oh yeah like it, who's allowed to fly a, a motorcycle first off well like, i mean it's not that like that young. he breaks you the law have the a license cop. for that the cops, like, first of all, we have the dumbest cop in the world. And was that, oh was that, God. I'm sure as a kid, I would have thought it was funny when he's going, oh, I've got a 947 or when I'm going to go. You know, it's, it's all he yeah. kept doing. This cop's an idiot, but the kid is totally breaking the law anyway, and the cop's trying to stop him, right? Oh, we lost Kevin. Good God almighty in heaven. We've lost Kevin. Don't know what the hell happened. We just got cut out of my end. No, that's what he said. All right. Well, he said, keep going. He's logging back in. Yeah. So this seems weird because the first thing he's riding all over the place and we get the first we get the first scene of the as I'm going to call them the biker gang from nowhere. Yeah. Cuz they just appear from nowhere, this biker yeah, gang. Yeah, just materialized. And they decide they're going to harass this obvious 12-year-old kid a on child. a dirt bike. Yeah. Again, assholes. Like <laughs> who 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 in any biker gang would just go, "You know what we need to do? Let's fuck with this little kid." Yeah. Like I, I mean, it's a nice bike, kid. Biker group ever, <laughs> and I still guarantee. Like I, I've known many bikers in my life, and they usually protect children. Right. They don't tend to harass them. Well, they uh, harass the shit out of this. They kid. definitely do, and just show up. Like I mean, you know, granted, he is kind of wrong place, wrong time situation right. there, but. They also materialize at the wrong place in the wrong time. Well, it's okay. So he's like at like a like a freaking military this? park or I something. I was gonna say it was like a cemetery. Or and there's this like huge that? lit up flag, and they just come riding up the grass like for no like there's they would never be there. Yeah, but it gets it's later where they just appear that makes it even more bizarre. But we'll get there. Yeah. So they harass this kid, and the bike ends up racking one of the guys in the nuts, <laughs> and. Uh, he does all this stunt crap and takes off on the bike. And this is where we were saying, you know, he like, he flies and not only is it straight up a ET ripoff, even the music sounds a little like the ET music. Like they, that was definitely reminiscent. That was not an accident, right? Yeah. No way was they knew full on we're, we're ripping off ET right here. Anyway, the mom, she, she's, she's like sells the bike, right? She sells the bike to some pawn shop or bike shop. Yeah, Mr. Furley. It's not Mr. Furley. It's uh, Mr. Kaz, I think is his name. She sells it for 50 bucks, and uh, the bike comes back to Jack anyway. And the kid just doesn't care. Like, he's just going to steal the damn. He's like, I'm taking the bike. You know, I'm not going to tell anybody. I don't care. So the bike comes riding back to him. Uh, We do have a – I'm jumping around a little bit, but not really. I mean, this is kind of the, uh, the order things go. So this is where we get we're, we go to a, a, a little league game the next day, right? And this is where we will be introduced to uh, Stuart Pankin at this point. But we go to a, we go to a little league game and we're introduced to Mike, the the hot dog stand owner, Mike, right? Yeah. Uh, which what's it called? The Dog House, which is a pretty brilliant name. But I, I said hot dog stand. It's not a stand, though. Yeah, it's like a full on diner. Like, it's pretty big. It's, it's kind of the equivalent of like uh, like a Sonic drive-in type of place, but also has a walk-up window and you can. It's only hot dogs and some arcade machines. Yeah, some arcades and rowdy ass kids. Okay, so we have a we have a little league game, right? 
And then they go, I'm sorry, I'm eating candy. They go to the hot dog place. Professional. And as soon as, you know, well, <laughs> hey, man, when a Twix is put in front of you, you eat it. <laughs> True, yeah. They get there and they're mad because they're like, we're missing the food fight. What these kids like, just what the hell? <laughs> go in and start having a food fight in this place. Yeah. It was very weird. Your coach, who also owns this restaurant, now has to clean everything up, and he's already not having a great time financially. Yeah, but it's not because Let's of... make it worse. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't seem upset at all about the food fight. Yeah. Like, oh, this is just what happens. It's the... Uh, he basically gets told that they're going to rip down the building to build the new bank on its spot, and there's not a lot he can do about it. So here we have the the quote-unquote plot of the movie, I guess? Sure, we'll go with the plot. Yeah, it's the plot. call it. Blue and uh, Stuart Pankin is... Uh, Mr. Hodgkins, I think is his name, yeah, right? That's what it was. Yeah. And he's the banker, and he's the evil banker. Like he's just pure freaking evil. Like banker. the worst, the worst, slimiest banker you could possibly think of. He played it so completely out of character for him as a person. For the record, yeah, oh, like, totally does not seem like he would ever be like that no. as a real person. But. So here we get, um, we go to the, we cut to the bank, and apparently this is where Jack's mom is getting a job. Which I didn't catch. Did you catch? I'm pretty sure when she was on the phone earlier, was it Mr. Hodgkins? I don't, I don't really, I wasn't really paying attention to that. It was more the sensory overload of the TV and then the smoke detector and the sizzling bacon and then her coming in and cutting the fucking cord on the TV. <laughs> Straight like, comes with a pair of scissors. It, and just, which would have electrocuted her, by the way. Could have. Yeah. Could, but he's yeah, right. He's like, mom, you killed the TV. I'm like, yeah, mom, why did you just. Yeah, you could have sold the TV. You could have just unplugged it. <laughs> True. Yeah, could have unplugged same, it. But I mean, same damn you really want to get to him? Sell it. Sell the TV. The, one of them giant You got another TVs. 50 bucks. Giant TV from the 80s. To that point. Uh, yeah. So she's at, she's at a job interview at the bank, and Jack comes here on the on the, on the the dirt bike because he's upset because, well, actually, the dirt bike just sort of takes him there. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the dirt bike's like, kind of, you guys are right. Even the dirt like bike's an, an asshole. Version. Yeah, everything's, <laughs> everything's an asshole. asshole. It's like an inanimate asshole. The dirt like, bike is drop dead Fred. Well, everybody, he doesn't do anything good. The dirt bike's just an asshole that gets the kid in trouble if you think about it. Yeah. I'm just saying. Gets him out of it too, I guess, a couple of times. But. Yeah. By driving him away. So here we have the <laughs> first uh, bank assault scene. And I mean, Assault. Yeah, it's it's straight, up assault. straight up assault. Like this. So like charges would be pressed. The first thing is we have a, another one of the sexual comments because his mom's coming in and he, uh, the lady's like, uh, you can see her qualifications. He's like, oh, I can see her qualifications. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. So she's in there on an interview and he comes riding through the bank, destroying all kinds of property, you know, trashing everything. Oh. Completely destroying his mom's hopes of getting a job. Which there. he does, yeah, because yeah. now she's like, it's my son. I'd have been like, I don't know this fucking kid. Yeah. <laughs> but she doesn't. She admits it. Or they she don't go, Mom, stop saying that, Mom. <laughs> and she'd be like, oh, God. They have, like, the world's oldest security guard. <laughs> and uh, they don't have, I mean, they don't call the cops on him. Not in the bank assault. Like, they don't, they don't do anything. He just, she tells him to leave. Yeah. And he does. And he gets he gets mad at the bike, you know. It it's very it's very weird. So they go home, right? And this is his mom's like, hey, there are ways to go about this, and you know, you don't just uh, you don't just go riding in like that. You need to make a meeting. That's what adults do. 
So he goes to uh, Stuart Pankin's house, and this is where we get Matt's rapey scene. <laughs> Let's not call it that, but yes. The scene that I noticed was a little inappropriate. I like, I like Matt's rapey scene. Somebody's going to clip that shit. And like, <laughs> well, Jeez. So he, there's someone, I guess he's interviewing for the job at his house, uh, but he's straight up just trying to get her in the sack. She totally does not want to be there. 100% does not want to be there. And he, the, the doorbell rings and he goes to get it and she's trying to leave and he gets his dog to like hold her in the room. It's very disturbing. She has to, this lady literally has to break a window and climb Wait, out the window. On, hang on, Did I miss that that was the kid's mom? No, that wasn't the kid's mom. It was just oh, some so other this, lady. Oh, this is just yeah. another woman he was, was trying to sexualize. Another woman that he's now, yeah. quote unquote, interviewing for the job. and Quote unquote. Yeah. yeah. He's, it's, she has to break a window to get out of the freaking house. That it's pretty inappropriate, and then it's followed up by the worst line possible. <laughs> so he comes back in the room. So he talks to Jack, and Jack he agrees to let Jack come to their board meeting the next day, just to kind of get him out of there because because he's wants to go get laid. And <laughs> he goes back in the room, and she's like broke the window and left. <laughs> so uncomfortable. <laughs> That's when he says. Ah. I got to put bars on those windows. He says second, That's a second, second time, time today. Yeah. <laughs> I got to like, put bars on those. Are you replacing broken <laughs> windows every time one of your potential assault victims leaves? Yeah, I can't. Like, my dog oh my holds God. them at bay, and now I need to put bars on so literally I can hold these women hostage is what the implication is. Ugh. Yeah. In 19... In, and this was definitely played for a joke at the oh, time. Yeah, Somebody uh, was like, oh, yeah. Somebody was like, oh, yeah. That's... Powerful white men, yay! But you got well, yeah. But you got to remember, like, this is eighty five, and now in twenty twenty two, we've been through things like the the Me Too movement and stuff. You know, that stuff hadn't happened yet, so these jokes were. I'm sure it was happening. It just wasn't. I uh, mean, we hadn't gone through the movement yet. Publicized. No, all that stuff had happened. The Me Too movement hadn't happened yet, so we weren't aware of these things. So. Yeah, these were watching, jokes. Watching a lot of these movies with uh, twenty twenty era eyes, uh, saying that like twenty twenty forward, with current day eyes, I should say, uh, there there's some there's some stuff, man. There really is some stuff that uh, yeah, it just kind of make you question everything that they were doing back in the eighties. Yeah, usually current, the answer to that was cocaine. You watch them with current day eyes. Yeah, I watch it with hungry eyes. I watch them with private eyes. Watching you. Do we know any more eyes references? Betty, Uh, I watch it with Betty Davis. Betty Davis eyes. eyes. Ah! Yeah, there you go. There there we go. Um, (laughs) Oh God, this is all we're going to be doing. Yeah, (laughs) we're trying to wait for Kevin to come back in, which looks like (laughs) he may have actually shown up. Hey, Kevin made it back in. We're halfway. We're almost (laughs) done. Sorry, guys. I don't know what the hell happened. We were. Kevin watches it with brown-eyed girls. Yeah. Oh, brown-eyed girl. There we go. There's another eye. I song. Um, Kevin's like, what the fuck did I just, what are you guys talking about? also got, ah, 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 staying alive. You know, that's so not I. No, that's ah, ah, not I, I. <laughs> it was working for the joke. No, it wasn't. It was <laughs> the, uh, name, a, name a song that's that has the word eyes in it as part of it. Oh, I yeah, watch uh, it with the eyes, eyes of the tiger. Davis eyes. Eyes uh, of the tiger. Yeah. In your eyes. Uh, Peter, oh, Gabriel. Peter Gabriel. In your eye. 
Anyway, so carry on. <laughs> we were just discussing the women being held scene. hostage scene <laughs> in the banker house. Oh, okay. yeah, that was <laughs> creepy as hell. Yeah, so we were, like I said, like he uses his dog to hold him hostage. Then he's talking about putting bars on the window because the lady literally has to break the window to get out of the house. <laughs> so, Again, that that would not fly. No, <laughs> and that's what we were talking about. We, I said, you know, this was, you got to understand, Matt said this was played as a joke, and I said, yeah, but this was before the Me Too movement. So yeah. th- it, things that were a little funnier now, now we're, that's what we're saying. We're watching, we're looking at it with modern eyes going, ooh, <laughs> right. yeah, it's not so funny anymore, you know, because this is a, a man. Can't of, wait till we talk about Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a guy in, in power, you know, and in, in a powerful position, and he's using that to do his thing. Or try to, apparently they all yeah. get away. Good for them. Uh, so (laughs) they keep breaking his windows so he leaves jack leaves and we get the second scene of the biker guys from nowhere why are they just out on freaking the bank guy's lawn they just come pulling up the lawn nothing makes a gang looks tougher than beating up a 10 year old kid you know just (laughs) we literally just had this conversation when you cut out like they're tormenting his kid like, like why? Why? What was? The, what are they gonna get out of that? Give me your lunch money, you punk. <laughs> nice <laughs> bike, kid. But they. But, I can't. I gave my last fifty dollars to buy this fucking bike. <laughs> but what's weird about this? Yeah. Speaking of which, since he didn't know, I guess his mom sold the bike back. He just stole it. So I guess she yeah. had money to buy groceries at that point. <laughs> True. <laughs> so, but here's the thing. He le- he. We are in this super nice neighborhood in a, at a McMansion. He mm-hmm. he walks out and the bikers come driving across the front yard. Where the hell did they come from? Were were we supposed to believe that they were like hired by him the whole time, which makes no sense in the first scene, right? But they show I mean, up again later on because yeah, he does kind of hire him later on. Yeah, sort of. But that, yeah. none of that makes sense because the first scene it's just random that he runs into him at this like park at night. So where are these guys even coming from? So he does some really cool stunt tricks and takes off and gets away from the biker guys again. So we then get, uh, he goes to the the meeting the next day, and of course they blow him off. So now we have the second, what I call, bank assault scene, where this kid (laughs) is tearing through the bank, destroying stuff. This kid just needs to be thrown in juvie. Like, he would be thrown in juvie at this point. Pretty much, yeah. It doesn't matter that Mr. Hodgkins is an asshole. This kid would be totally tossed in juvie, right? You can't just do what he's doing. We we just mentioned uh, Kevin. I said we totally got an ET flight scene with complete with ET music, like it sounded like ET. Anyway, this time they actually do go after the kid. So he leaves and he goes back home. But we have the quickest police. Like again, it's a rich white male <laughs> because he has the cops there like that. Well, we actually find out there's a reason for that. This guy's holding, uh, like, the chief of police's mortgage or some shit, right? So he's, like, blackmailing him. Because he, wa- he walks up with and a possibly warrant. possibly his wife and daughter in his basement. So <laughs> You probably think. Yeah, right. Probably. Yeah, but, like, he don't he doesn't mess around. The kid gets home, and he, they pull up right behind him with a warrant. Like, where did he even have time to get that warrant? I don't know. But he says the weirdest thing. Uh, they, they basically arrest the bike, and they tell him, this really threw me off. Um, that they have to pay bail for the bike? <laughs> like, what? Yeah, that was a little strange. But, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it does keep the kid off of the bike if it's locked up. 
And this kid does seem to be a little bit of a shit starter. <laughs> you think? Yeah. So anytime you get this completely sentient bike and this shit starting kid together, it's going to be a problem. Or fun and hilarity will ensue. Yeah, but it's family friendly comedy. <laughs> it's like the town finally recognizes that the bike is a being. That yeah. bike's pure. Okay, evil. so. Let, let's let's pause for a second and let's mm. address a question I had about the entire movie. Uh, how is the bike magic? Is it possessed with a I don't know how spirit Herbie of a magic. teenager that wrecked on it at something? something I don't know. Like I mean, well, it's we don't that know. creepy old man that looks like he could sell like cookies. <laughs> he would have gotten away with it. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. That, that dude did. Yeah, I mean, he shows up like yeah. towards the beginning and towards I'll the end. From and, yeah. that's a special every time bike. it's creepy. Yeah. Well, we never was, we never find out been stored in like the the same antique shop as everything from Friday the Thirteenth. Right. Series. We mm-hmm. don't know why Herbie's magic either. I mean, it's just just is. Just, you know, it'd be a, a there's whole, gotta be some kind of a backstory. It'd be least, great if like it just cut out of Herbie the Part Three. They're like, why do you call him Herbie? Well, our old mechanic, his, his name was Herbie, and that car fell on, on top the car of him. And the hood fell on top of his head, and broke his spine. Next so thing you know, car's magic. Car, yeah. <laughs> Did you guys ever, do you ever feel that way? Like, okay, have you, I'm sure you have seen the live action Casper. Yeah. It's, I have not. Okay, it's it's actually pretty Ooh. decent. Yeah. But the bad. scene where he's basically talking about how he died mm-hmm. and oh the god, music, yeah. you're like, it's, you're like, oh my god, this is, I'm going to cry. <laughs> not, yeah, this is a dead child, man. Like, yeah. And they hit, like, they tone the music down. Like, it mm-hmm. gets kind of, eerie and it, yeah it kind of becomes the uh santa claus scene in gremlins for a minute too so yeah only it's, it's kind of out of nowhere only it's also, not it's like, more sad yeah he dies he not freezes to death for, for pete's sake yeah oh, spoiler but yeah oh, spoiler <laughs> i'm telling you what though man i love the hand puppets that they came out with from uh pizza hut for those those are the <laughs> some, best some random shit right there but cool that i mean you squeeze one and it like made a fart sound it was great <laughs> That's kind of what happens <laughs> with did. Stewie. Oh, you don't have to squeeze him. He just randomly makes fart noises. So, so yeah. So they, he just they sticks his head in the door. We they arrest the bike, literally. They leave the kid alone. They arrest the bike and tell him he has to pay bail to get the bike out. Not an impound fee. They don't put it in an impound lot. They Yeah, it's, it's bail. It's very weird. The scene it's is a very yeah. specific thing. It's bail. So now we're Implying getting. that it is human in some way. You're right. So I also love the fact that the bank has bought, I guess, bought the property of the hot dog uh, stand or house, whatever. And they move fast. They didn't give us dude any notice, man. It's like we bought it nope. two days ago, and we are tearing that shit down tomorrow. Because they're evil. <laughs> Which you know, if you haven't figured it out, so they're they're gonna they're gonna tear down the the hot dog stand, right? And oh, we, I guess we should mention that. Uh, is it Jack? I forget her name. What's what's the lady who works for the bank? Is it oh, uh, no, but this it's some, is something. Yeah. Anyway, uh, she the whole time she's very conflicted, and you know we know her and Jack kind of have a crush on each other. Yeah. Anyway, they he, they pay to get the bike out. You know, so guess redeeming themselves. I don't. I don't know. Sure. So Jack now. Oh, I. We should also mention that he made a deal with Mister Zach. We said he stole the bike. He does take the bike back. He does. <laughs> 
<laughs> and uh, I makes... just read the description of this on IMDb, and it just it cracked me up. Oh, wow. It cracked me up. We'll have to when his you. mother sends Jack off with money and to Jack buy off. groceries. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a 12-year-old, apparently. <laughs> anyway. Jeez, uh, what is this lady's name? I don't know. But they pay to get the bike out, and they give it back to him. Uh, they're getting ready to destroy the, the hot dog stand place, so... They show up with the Little League team, and they decide they're going to start a pie fight like you do. Yeah. <laughs> Again, all those kids are just badass little hoodlums. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they do a they have a pie fight to distract them. That, the biker gang from nowhere shows up again. Imagine if you're a hell's angel, and you, drive, you, you ride by and you see this group. You know, what are you thinking? You know? <laughs> Just are you just nodding your head? No, it just yeah. Because the Hell's Angels would have left that kid alone. <laughs> they would have yeah, bothered him at like, all. Like, oh, are we implying that the biker gang from this movie is like more intimidating than the Hell's Angels? No, he's implying no, that Hell's little, Angels would look at this biker gang like, what the hell, man? <laughs> yeah, just a. We don't even mess with kids. These guys are terrible. Nah, in fact, they'd probably think it was cool that this kid is already like twelve years old and riding a bike. You know, right? Yeah, true. Yeah. Oh, and we we I skipped it, glossed over a couple of scenes, like the fact that there's a scene where Bo is like, like they apparently everybody in this town rides some kind of motor vehicle at the age of eleven and twelve and shit because yeah, they a lot go of like scooters and Vespas yeah, because he's like mm-hmm. he's like yeah, this is my bike, and of course the bike won't react to him, and the girls like get on their little mopeds and ride off. Yeah, but all all the bike town all. You know. <laughs> all all Bo can think about, man. Which I guess he's twelve, so he's just an earlier bloomer. I don't know. So there's a pie fight, and uh, Jack kidnaps Hodgkins. I mean, it's, it's, it's he pretty much kidnaps him. Uh, drives off with him, like on the bike. He just takes him. He just kidnaps his dude. And this is where things get really weird to me because he tells him he has a solution to all their problems. Uh, I don't understand what solution he gives them. But it goes to a year later, and uh, they've built a mall. Time jump. Do you think that was a solution? I have a solution to all of our problems. Build a mall. (laughs) Instead of tearing down this guy's hot dog stand just because you don't like him. And then he's like, you're brilliant, kid. That's what I should do. Like, It's very weird. It's just like a year later, and now we've got- I think the budget ran out, and they were just like, "Uh, let's just go film that mall that we built. Like a week ago. <laughs> right. So well, we've got a mall and the banks inside the mall. We get we get uh, Stuart Pankin in a hot dog costume, right? Now let me ask you guys this: in a way, didn't the bad guys win? <laughs> yes, kind of, yeah. they still nobody lost. Yeah. yeah, nobody lost. So the the Mike and the banker lady apparently got married, and and except, they're they're going to Bo. He probably lost. Got her no, pregnant. Bo didn't lose either. Bo now apparently no. girls like Bo. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I like nobody lost at the end of this. Uh, Jack's mom got a job. Like it's just it. This is the uh, scoop the uh, Scooby Doo ending. Wrapped up in twenty minutes. <laughs> it's the it's the it's mm-hmm. the Scooby Doo ending from uh, Wayne's World. Everything just works out for everybody. There's no like. Yeah. I mean, the head biker guy got a job. He got a job. He's working at the bank. By the way, his <laughs> name is Big Slime. Big Slime. So. Yeah, that's what he's uh, credited as is Big Slime. Um, Mike is married and about to have a kid. Uh, the biker dude's now working at the bank. Uh, Jack's mom got a new job. Bo girls suddenly like him, even though he's a weird looking little fucking kid. (laughs) 
Yeah, he's he is creepy looking. So we find out that the bike has lost all its mojo. Right? It's it's no longer magical. Um, Again, a piece of shit bike. But <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So we find that out, and uh, Jack decides like he's going to give this bike to another little kid. And oh, guess what? It's still magic for that kid now. Well, that's because the creepy old man who looks like he could sell like <laughs> cookies from a tree shows up. Would you boys like some popsicles? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if <laughs> I wonder if if what ends up happening is like the the bike only has enough like wish granting powers essentially for one kid at a time. Well, they and never give us it, once it fulfills that dream that that child has that's on it at the time, it just shuts down and like, I don't know, crashes mid mid race. We don't know. Throws him into a, a mud puddle. See, I don't then think all so. Of a sudden, I don't think so. I think the bike was looking for the right. old, you know, Christmas story. Ralphie starts jacking off the fender of it. And all of a sudden it works again. So <laughs> I Ugh. think God, that was a weird scene. <laughs> so no, I think the bike was looking for the right person. Some, we don't know how Max got the bike, but Max was an asshole. We, we, uh, like we said, there everybody, even the bike is an asshole. We figured all that out, but yeah, oh yeah, but Max is just this asshole kid. We know that we see him in a couple other scenes. He's a complete dick. Mm-hmm. The bike was not happy with him, and it was trying to. It's almost like the bike knew who it was trying to get to, and it had to get it work its way to Jack. Yeah, so that Jack could save a hot dog Molest stand it in the garage, <laughs> and, yeah. and that too, <laughs> so that Jack could jack it off. Uh, and, that and save scene, a hot dog stand. That scene of them, him cleaning the bike was creepy and almost fuzz bucket ish. Why? It was, it was no well, like, I mean, like it raised its fender after like he could jack kind of like brushed it off. It just, ugh. it just weirded me he showed, out. He showed it some attention and it stood at attention. Yeah. 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 So, you know, he hands the it bike off the to another man. kid and we never got the dirt bike kid too. Yeah, we don't know that. Gee, I wonder why. (laughs) (laughs) You're suggesting that this movie probably didn't make a lot of money. I don't know. Actually, I saw this movie numerous, numerous times as a kid, like so many times. Look that up now, actually, because I'm curious. I don't know. Watching this, I remembered. So I did remember that there was the more bounce to the ounce. I remembered that joke, but aside from that, I forgot how many sexual references. And really, I think it's because. This was a kids' movie, and I was a kid, and I just missed mm-hmm. all of those. I just yeah. missed all the sexual references till I got older. And I'm like, God, there's a lot of sexual references yeah. in this movie. So we 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 talked about it. <clears throat> Stuart Pankin definitely uh, like he he steals the movie. Like he's great in everything oh, yeah. he's in. He chews up the scenery. He thank God he does does because he pretty much carries this movie. He I, he really does. You know, uh, Peter Billingsley's the star of the movie. I don't know, man. Yeah, this is no Christmas story. For it him. really isn't. It, it, it he didn't do a lot of uh, uh, movies when he. I mean, he did a few, and then I I don't know if he just decided he wanted to go another direction. I'm not sure, um, but yeah, I don't know. You said you really enjoyed this movie, Kev. I did. You know, I mean, despite all the uh, creepiness, and I mean the did Kevin did Kevin enjoy just... it, or did Kevin number two enjoy it? Yep. <clears throat> Kevin, what number two enjoy it? I, I, I took a number two afterwards. If that's what oh. you're thinking, just no. We're talking about Kevin number two. Oh, 
Yeah. Was that in a was that blackout, Kevin, that said that? Is that are, what we're finding out? Uh, are you talking about like before my computer just cut out on me? No. Do you not no. remember? Do you Kevin not remember Kevin, Kevin, Kevin number two? two? No. Oh, oh what the oh, fuck, oh, dude. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 you're talking about the the whole you know, time traveling <laughs> dick sucking time. <laughs> oh. Try time traveling dick sucking. Kevin number two, time traveling dick sucking. That's why you're in my phone is Kevin number two. <laughs> Do you not remember this? <laughs> okay, now it's coming back. Okay. Yeah, because Matt was like, why does Ke- why you're like, well, I just don't want to get naked in front of myself. We're like, why you gotta get totally naked? Like nobody said anything about that. Fucking Kevin number two is a freak. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I love the fact that you don't remember that conversation. Well, now I remember it. It took well, me a while. Kevin number two slipped him a roofie. You forgot all about it. Jeez. <sighs> Kevin number two locked him in a room and made his dog hold him at bay. (laughs) Kevin number two's not a good person. Kevin number two. The director's cut is made by Kevin number two. Is is that what you call it every time you shit? You just look in the toilet and go, it's Kevin number two. Number two. (laughs) (laughs) We're stupid. (laughs) We're dumb. You guys want some trivia for this movie so we can get back on topic? (laughs) All right. All right. I'm drunk as well. (laughs) <laughs> it wasn't Kevin number two. Hey, you well, know that's how cover number two got that way. I just hey, but yeah, it was really. Hey, uh, I I have a I have a really good slogan for this movie. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the that, movie. That's... The so, bike's an asshole. The banker's an asshole. The kid's an, the kid's asshole. an asshole. Yeah, should be called the dirt bike asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm sure there was one. On that's a, that's a whole different movie. The dirt yeah. bike and the dirty asshole. <laughs> oh. Remember when Kevin? We, remember, remember when you the told dirt. Stu he wasn't just an asshole? He was a dirty, a dirty, ass. sticky asshole. You're not just an asshole. You're a dirty Jesus. asshole. <laughs> so anyway, oh, here we go. So Trivia on the. 2014 director's commentary uh, of the Dirt Bike Kid, which apparently is a thing that exists. That's awesome. Uh, I wish I had known that. that. This was this film was made on a budget of eight hundred thousand dollars and sold one hundred thousand VHS copies. And, and get this: the role of Big Slime. Mm-hmm. There was a possibility that Michael Richards, aka Kramer from Seinfeld, could have been playing Big Slime. Really? Yeah, he was considered for the role. Wow, because um, he would have been young. Because yeah. he's in yeah. he's in UHF, he's VH- and that's yeah. that's nineteen eighty four. No, God, no, no, it's later than that. Let's see. We moved to Colorado in eighty six, eighty seven. So it would have been right. Uh, VH UHF oh. would have been somewhere around in that time frame. Mm. Yeah, and uh, if you thought that uh, uh, Max looked exactly like Ralphie from A Christmas Story. It's not only because it's the same actor playing him, but he's also wearing the same glasses. You mean Jack? Oh. The exact same pair of glasses, which were probably just his. Yes, Jack. 1989 UHF came out. That was oh, 1989? 1989. No, I knew it was somewhere. It had to be after I moved to Colorado, and I moved out there in, like, 87, so... Because I saw, yeah. or I saw that it. That seems like it would be way earlier than that. Nope. That's what I was thinking. Well, listen, man. I looked it up, Okay. I'm looking it up too. It's, it seems earlier than that. So, how do you guys how do you guys feel about Daniel Radcliffe playing? Uh, have you seen the pictures? Weird Al, I have. Yeah, uh, I, Daniel I, Radcliffe I playing play who? Weird Al. 
Oh, yeah, I'm down. Yeah, yeah I'm totally cool. down. Uh, I don't know. I we uh, Al is on board, so yeah. I think that's cool. If he's on board, I trust him. I I think Dan Radcliffe is one of those people that is gonna uh, is gonna surprise us. Um, mm-hmm. Have you seen uh, Evan Rachel Wood as Madonna? No, no she plays Madonna in it. You in need, the in this UHF movie, yeah. yeah and there's a there's a picture of her What's, dressed. Do we know as what Ma- this is going to be called? I don't. I don't. That's that's a that's a good idea. That's a good question. I'm kind of curious now. I wonder if they're going to say. But you need to look up a picture of uh, Evan Rachel Wood as Madonna. It's it's staggering. Do you guys watch uh, Ozark? Weird. The Weird Al Yankovic story. It's just called Weird. Yeah. Do you guys watch Ozark? Yes. Yes. So do you know um, what's her face? The Ruthie. Yeah. So a lot of people want to see her play Madonna in a biopic. I could see it. Oh, I yeah, could totally could see, see it. Could totally, yeah. totally see it. Yeah, I think she'd be great. So, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Got a little off track. So, yeah, man. Like I said, I watched this this movie a ton as a kid, and I, I loved it back then. Uh, watched it as an adult, and I'm like, woo, this is definitely a product of its time. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I Movies were different. Like, we... We didn't have the same movies. I don't. I, I like. I question in my head: Would my kids have liked this if they would have watched it? There is another movie that I loved as a kid, which we may at some point. It's hard to get uh, your hands on, but it's called Chomps, and it's about a robot dog um, that I watched I a we, lot. Yeah, we've talked about that. Yeah, one. that sounds very familiar. Now I remember a lot about Chomps, a lot, and it was like a robot dog, and he he would tell it like it. It was a little dog. It looked like I think it was the same dog that played Benji. That movie's from like 1980 or something like that, like real, real early. But uh, it's a robot dog named Chomps. It stands for something. I forget what Chomps stands for. And he would say like Chomps 100, and it would do like a command or something. You know who's in that? Uh, uh, Valerie Bertinelli is in Chomps. Yeah, I don't remember who else is in it. Hold on, I'm gonna look it up right now. Valerie Bert, Conrad Bain, and Wesley Ur. I don't know who that is. Anytime I hear about Conrad Bain, I picture the... Oh, Red Buttons is in it. You picture what? The Batman villain. Conrad Bain? Oh, Bain. Okay. I just think different strokes, but, you know. I know. I was going to say, it took me a second. (laughs) Why do you picture a Batman villain? It's totally Mr. Drummond. Like, I was really lost for a second. And then I... If Kevin wouldn't have said, oh, Bain. Oh, Bain, yeah. I was like... Now I'm picturing... Like, Conrad Bain is... Now I'm picturing Conrad Bain is... Bane. Right. <laughs> Mr. Drummond delivering heartfelt advice through a mask. You know. Listen, Arnold. <laughs> when the man no, from the bike shop molests you, <laughs> break his back. It's unfortunate that you got touched in the bike shop by Mr. Furley. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> he now has my permission to die. <laughs> Conrad Bain as Bane. <laughs> he wouldn't have the same, wouldn't quite have the same presence as Tom Hardy, would he? You just see Conrad Bain wearing the Bane outfit, being this like scrawny oh, little no, bit. Not even that, just dressed up as Mr. Drummond, but wearing a Bane mask. That's all it is. <laughs> he was just bo- the same guy. Conrad like, Bain was born in 1923, so you figure, you figure, oh my God, is he still alive? No, he's dead. 
Well, this doesn't. Oh, 2013. Well, it threw me off because okay. it just said it <laughs> well, said 1923, age 89. He died at age 89, but it didn't say that on the thing I was looking at. I was like, what? I thought he. Died. I thought the only person still alive was was Todd Bridges, mm-hmm. which is surprising to be honest. He was just on Celebrity Big Brother. He's actually a pretty cool dude. He uh, he's like an advocate. He like. He does this thing called Bridges of Hope or something like that. He, like, helps youth out, like, in, in a bunch of youth programs and stuff. And I think he helped kids, like, that, I think they're, like, gang members and stuff. He's actually a pretty cool dude, if you don't yeah. uh, know much about Todd Bridges, actually. Yeah, everything I've heard about him seems pretty good. Actually, pretty so. cool guy. Did I ever tell you the story? I've told the story so many times. I don't remember who it was, but I, I met someone at, like, a horror hound that was in a uh, movie with Todd Bridges. <laughs> and it was, like, a horror movie. He said they they were all sitting around like a fire in between scenes one night. Like they they were filming, setting something up, or filming something. I don't know. And uh, he said he was like, "We lost Kevin again." We lost Kevin again. Anyway, he said he uh, said they're sitting there, and and Todd Bridges is talking, and kind of stumbles over his words. And he said, "I'm sitting there thinking. I don't remember. God, I wish I remember who told me the story." He's like. I'm sitting there, Todd Bridges is talking, and he, he tries to say something, and he gets mixed up in what he's trying to say, and he stumbles over his words, and all I can think is, I'm never going to have this chance again. So I look at him and go, what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> he's like, I didn't know if he would think it was funny. <laughs> and probably he gets it all the time. Like, any time the dude says something, I bet somebody looks at him and goes, what you talking about, Willis? Oh, my God. Hopefully he likes it. You know, hopefully he gets... I would would hope that in certain situations he would laugh, but... I'm sure he probably gets tired of hearing it. Maybe. Just like, hey, it's a... a, You know, the what you talking about Willis guy. (laughs) There's got to be guys like that. But then, like, when you work it in just perfectly, like, you know, in context... I'm sure he's just like, okay, that was a good one. I mean, I like to think he... I haven't heard that before. I like to think he finds it humorous. If it's yeah, if it's in the right... Like you said, if it's... Yeah. If it's not just a drunk dude at a bar walking up to him, like... You know, like the time that uh, George Went was walking down the hall and Spanky yelled, <laughs> Norm! And he goes... It's literally what he did. He was walking down... I heard this story. Do you haven't or you have? I don't... I don't think I have. Yeah, George Went comes, we're at Horror Hound, and George Went comes walking down a hallway, and Spanky goes, Norm! And George Went goes, He's <laughs> <laughs> like, apparently, he just, oh, well, in his defense, can you imagine how many times in his life somebody's just yelled Norm at the guy? <laughs> probably every fucking day of his life. Yeah, it probably oh. gets a little old. I, I would think yeah. at some point... Um, that he, he probably gets a little tired of it. Uh, I can tell you. Uh, so the dude from, well, I'll tell you a couple stories. That, uh, crap, I can't think of his name. Uh, Jeffrey, what's the dude from Fright Night? Uh, oh, my God. Evil Ed. Uh, Stephen Jeffries. Stephen Jeffries, yeah, yeah. We met him. Super nice dude. We met him. I met him before, too. And I walked up to him. I looked him right in the face and said, how many times today? He's like, what? I was like, how many times today? He goes, has somebody wanted me to say you're so cool, Brewster? And I was like, yep. He goes, so many times. <laughs> I didn't even have to. Like, he just, all the time, he said people just walk up and just go, say you're so cool, Brewster. Um, and the other like, one. Dance, monkey. <laughs> do what, you, what I want you to do. Say the thing. 
uh, catchphrase here. The other one that I think is is extremely amusing, um, Thomas Dolby. She blinded me with science. (laughs) Science. Well, okay, so the guy in that video, I'm going to look up his name really quick. So the guy who does all that part, who does the talking in that, he's yeah. he's like really famous in the UK. Um, he's like a TV personality. I think he, I, I can't remember exactly what he did, but he was he's huge over there. And I heard him on an interview, and he's like, he's like so many times I'll be walking down the street and somebody will just go science, <laughs> and he's like it'll scare the shit out of me <laughs> because people just walk up behind him and yell science. <laughs> But if you have not heard the live version of that song where they have uh, Buzz Aldrin. So at one point he has Buzz Aldrin out on stage and Buzz Aldrin goes up to the mic and goes, silence! (laughs) Because Buzz Aldrin (laughs) is a kooky old man. Anyway, that was a lot to get to that. Uh, What is... He's still working on it. The best video I've ever seen is him just knocking that dude out. Who, Buzz Aldrin? The guy who says that the moon landing was faked. Yeah, yeah. well, he's a crazy. Buzz Aldrin ass. just like punches a dude. So uh, we may or may not get Kevin back before this episode is over. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what keeps knocking him out. It's not on our side, obviously. Every week yeah. there's a new. Uh, we got the microphone issue fixed, and now he's, glitch, he's yeah. got some different technical issues going on. I'm not sure what it is. It's probably the update that his computer's doing. So uh, most of you. Most of you at home won't know that we switched feeds, but we did switch feeds. Uh, hopefully, all of your feeds switch right along with it. It looks like everything worked out well. It looks like everything went according to plan, uh, and nobody should have lost anything, which is great. We did that for a couple of reasons uh, to try to help promote the show uh, a little bit more, which is which actually it is. Uh, we moved to a different host, and it seems to be working really well. But one thing we never really do on this show is ask you to. Um, leave feedback we never really ask you to leave a review or share we we really don't do that but if you would that would be yeah, awesome if you did yeah. uh if you don't mind leave a review of the show we we've got a couple and overwhelmingly i mean there's always people that hate us <laughs> we've yeah. all we've always run into that it's a weird thing to me because in the world of podcasting i've never understood like unless there's a show where somebody's just being a complete tool like yeah, I you don't, could just say nothing. Yeah, just unfollow. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, and you don't need to tell us that you unfollow. Just unfollow. Yeah, just fine. unfollow. It's fine. Uh, but we, don't. We weren't following you. If you hate us, <laughs> if you hate us, and uh, you so choose to unfollow us, what we ask for you to do is to recommend us to someone you hate. Which <laughs> so we don't lose. Yeah. We you hate us. Let us let them listen to us. We don't lose a listener, and you don't. You know, it's all no. good. We, we will take constructive criticism, though. I'll take I'll any criticism. Like, we'll take constructive criticism. The one thing that we... But if we, you're just going to be an asshole, then you belong right there in the nah, Dirt Bike Kid. You can even... Family-friendly We've got a movie for you. Ralphie from A Christmas Story. Honestly. And Earl Sinclair from Dinosaurs. Over the years, that'd be a totally different movie. Yes, it would. <laughs> <laughs> over the years, Earl's man. Earl's going to kill Ralphie. We did a... You know, we did a podcast for years. And way before we did this, and we had we had our share of negative comments, and we never got upset. In fact, we laughed most of them off. And I'm gonna true story. A lot of those people ended up. We just give them segments on the damn show, and that's a that's true. It's 100 percent true. Yep. 
and we we only had one negative one that really ever pissed me off bad enough to say anything about it because the dude just had some really shitty things to say about everybody else on the show and I didn't really appreciate his attitude like he didn't have to like the show it's just he didn't have to insult the people but it would be cool if you could leave a review um five stars please <laughs> yeah. but and five or 10 depending on what it actually goes yeah, to if you can leave 10 rating. But seriously, yeah, if, it, if it goes to five, put a five. If it goes to 10, don't leave a five because that's mediocre. Go to go to 10. You, you can know do what's, it. You know what's really weird, too? I, click it. I know click people are listening. We can't, I can't get you guys to leave feedback. Don't be shy. For, don't, we don't we be have shy. something to send you. Yeah, it's right? still sitting here. Yeah. The, yeah. The first we want to send this out. The first, I do also want to say thank you. A big thank you to Skiznot. I mean, he's done so much for the show. Oh, yeah. He's Hell an awesome yeah. dude. Uh, we've got new You'll bumpers. Hear him at some point in time. We've got new bumpers. We've got new um, pre uh, trailers going out. He did some of those for us, which is they're they're great. They all they turn out great. We also have another friend that's working on a friend of the show that's working on some. I'll I'll share that when they arrive. Um, he's kind of busy right now, so he's you know I told him whenever he can. It's not you know no rush. Uh, I do want to shout out a couple of shows. Well, uh, in particular, I, I want to, you know, Patrick, of course, Scream Queens. Patrick was on the show. Uh, we'll, we will definitely have him back. That's the horror episode. If you haven't, <laughs> if you haven't. Uh, and I know I he was going to do a, uh, so he does uh, like Sunday screenings where he has everybody get online. And he was going to do Looker and I think it got postponed. So he yeah, hasn't. Yeah, he had a, he had a issue yeah so he hasn't had a chance to do it yet because i think there's a reason why he's holding off on that one uh if you but you should go over and check out his show i mean he does a lot better than we do like his show does really well but it's it's an awesome show and i know most recently they just talked which i haven't listened to it yet and i can't wait to they just talked about the movie dolls which i freaking love that movie anyway i'm gonna gonna listen to that yeah as soon as i can (laughs) Well, my problem I've is I've never seen the movie. So. Oh, really? Oh my yeah. god! We'll put it's on it, our we'll, list. Yeah, well, it ha- yeah, absolutely. It's on our list because yeah. it's it's messy. You'll love it. Yeah. Um, and from what I understand, it's currently on Tubi. Not unlike the Dirt Bike Kid is right now. So but, Dolls uh, is it's, a. It's going to be coming off of Tubi. Charles so. Band. This is a full moon before it was full moon movie. Oh. Okay. Much like uh, Ghoulies and and a few others. Which, by the way, Connie has never heard of Ghoulies. Interesting. Yeah, I brought that up to her and. Uh, yeah. She's like, I don't know what So we're probably going to do. And I started looking for pictures of it. And, we don't, I don't know if it'll like, be twisted. Now we'll just watch it. It'll probably be twisted kid episodes where we're going to do like critters, ghoulies, munchies, like back to yeah. back to back. Small monsters movies. Literally all the. But I want to say little monsters because that's probably on the list too. All the critters movies actually are, they start getting kind of bad after a while, but yeah. I love critters too. <laughs> like love it. Gremlins. I mean, that could fall in there too. So yeah. So all that's coming down. Uh, we also want to mention the Not a Bomb podcast. Those guys are great, uh, oh, cool yeah. dudes. Go over and listen to their show. Basically, they talk about movies that were supposed to be bombs. I don't know how else would you put it. But uh, basically, if the movie you know comes out and it just does not do financially well, they talk about whether it should actually be considered a right. bomb or not. And they also talk about movies. They have other qualifications too, but. Uh, Movies that basically they don't consider them a bomb. You should give it another watch. And uh, I've actually come across some really, really good movies from that show. Brigsby Bear, I will say that. That is you a keep fantastic movie. Don't watch the trailer. Just get a copy of it. Trust me, you will enjoy the hell out of this movie. 
And then that, I got that from, from not a bomb podcast and they're, they're great guys. So. And there's one more show. I want to go ahead and give a, a quick shout out to, they kind of reached out to us and uh, it's funny because we, we have a Stuart Pankin interview and we talk to him about everything, but they interview him. They actually have a Stuart Pankin interview too. And it's, it's pretty much just about dinosaurs. They just talk to him about dinosaurs and that's, Hey, you guys um, there, if you, if you're into eighties podcasts, go over and check them out. <clears throat> and they're, they're, they're a couple of cool guys and they do, like I said, a much more deep dive into dinosaurs. We, we talk to him briefly about dinosaurs, but we talk to him about his entire career. So if you're a huge dinosaurs fan that you definitely want to go check that out because they, uh, they talk to him about that. So that's the, Hey, you guys podcast. So these are just other shows that we, we talk to and we, we listen to and we like, so yeah, we can give them, Plus, show, they, uh, show them some really, love. Really good. Uh, in-depth discussion on if the uh, Artax death scene from Never Ending Story is the saddest film uh, scene ever filmed. Well, I mean, they are in They're a, not wrong. the it swamp of sadness. I mean, you know, sadness, right? <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's so, sad by nature. Yeah. I don't think we're going to get Kev back before we end this, but we are yeah, getting ready to end this. We'll edit in a, a clip of him <laughs> saying the, the tagline at the end. <laughs> Just a robotic version. I'm Kevin drunk as fuck. Well. There, he's still <laughs> there here. He's still here. Uh, but I think that's about it. If uh, You can head over to the website. It is uh, Uh There is a little thing over there. You can leave a voicemail directly off the site. Um, you can... Leave us a voicemail. You know what I'm going to do? Because I don't. It's just easier to do this because I don't remember it. It's it's a five one three he rad seventy seven. I don't know what that is, man. So don't ask me. It's five one three four three seven two three seven. It's, 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 <laughs> he rad seventy seven. Look at your damn phone and figure it out what it is. Yeah, he rad seventy seven. Yeah, he read 77. You can leave us a voicemail through that. Uh, that goes to our voicemail oh, line. Leave us a... Kevin says, close the show without me, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, but you can leave a voicemail through there. You can write us and drop us an email. It is yourmixtapepodcast at gmail.com. doesn't matter how you want to reach out to us. Reach out to us. Um, and like I said, if you, if you do and you say something cool, we'll send you a little gift. But only one person's going to get it. And it is a cool gift, I know, because... I own the gift myself, and that's it's the gift that keeps on giving. It is a dirt bike that will massage. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, um, <laughs> it is a date with Kevin number two. Oh, geez. That's which I, I could probably make that happen, by the way. Probably. Uh, <laughs> Give him a couple rounds. <laughs> He'll travel back in time to see stop you. His, stop his watch for a minute. <laughs> travel back in time to see you. Apparently get naked right in front of you, whether you want him to or not. Uh <laughs> So <laughs> when this baby hits age, <laughs> now we're gonna see some serious shit. And yeah. Kevin blowing and you. Kevin, Kevin blowing himself <laughs> completely nude. Kevin <laughs> hops out of a DeLorean. He's like, "All right, let's do this shit." Um, I don't know what I was gonna say. Now. <laughs> uh, it's derailed. Yeah, yeah, it does. God. It does do that. Uh, you have, we're on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, it's all in the link tree. It is all, all in the, the link tree, tree, which is all on the website. But uh, Twitter's kind of blown up lately. It's doing really well, yeah. and I've been pretty excited about it, getting a lot of feedback there. And, of course, lastly, uh, if you are in the Cincinnati area on the 25th, which is coming up, come out and see us. Come out and meet Lloyd uh, Kaufman from Troma. Uh, we'll be out at Humble Monk Brewing. You can look them up, too. Literally, Humble Monk Brewing. You will find them. Uh, we have details on our page uh, they have details on their page. Uh, you can find us through Eventbrite. You can find us through uh, City Beat. 
We're all over. And if you want to reach out and ask me questions, I can give you all the links to that as well. So you can get a ticket for that if you want to. And I think that is all we have. Do you have anything? No. Sorry. I don't. Uh, on on behalf of Kevin Casey Masterpiece <laughs> Coleman and Jay Emmett and myself. <laughs> you want me to? I can, I can do that. I didn't know if you... Hold on. I couldn't remember. I was like, shit, what did I say? Hold on. I have a thing created because I, I've created a thing, but I didn't know. Okay. Still, where, where is it? Remember, just like these guys, you too are a twisted kid. <laughs>
the show is over, and we know it hurts, but we promise the Mixtape Podcast will return, and all you crazy tapeworms can download us and spread us to all your friends. Check us out online, www.themixtapepod.com. And until next time, stay awesome.